Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Mythos Manual. I am your host and Game Master, Calder Kadavid, and with me at my dining room table are three real great people. I'm Paul Kruger. I play Kafka, the crow person slash fighter, and I would like to take this opportunity to refute all charges that have been leveled against me. It is just a smear campaign. Hmm. Um, I'm Christy, and I play Kata Maroon, and I am indeed a great person. Yeah. I'm Alan Mills, and I play uh, Damius Malivore, uh, and I'm actually a little shocked that you eat at this table. I thought it was for gaming. It's I use it. <laughs> <laughs> it has a lot of... It's a multifunctional table. <laughs> I mean, we all know we're great people, right? Like, I don't know about you guys, but I was Time Magazine's 2006 Person of the Year. 2006? That's really impressive. Yeah, I know. Can you... Who else can even say that? Uh... Yeah, I, I know yeah. there's definitely someone who can. Yeah, I pulled that off in 1966. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, let's just jump into this game, I guess. Yeah. So, the joke is that the person of the year was you. Oh, it was the little mirrored cover. We were all the person of the year in 2006, you guys. I don't know why you remember things like this. Do you not remember when you were named Time Magazine's 2006 <laughs> I remember person nothing of the from year? 2006, Paul Kruger. Nothing. I remember nothing. Uh, yeah, it sounds like a participation award. I wasn't into it. Yeah. So you're part of Generation X, right? Yeah. What's that X. like? Uh, well, <laughs> you know, it's, it's very confusing. Was like, it? Yeah, you, you really had, you really felt like a lot of identity was very forced onto you and you didn't actually know what it meant. Huh. Yeah. Know what it does mean? What? It means you're 2006 Time Magazine Person of the Year. <laughs> so where were you guys in our campaign here? What you know, was happening? Do you guys remember? You know what, Cal? I, th- I hope you remember. That's a really great question. <sighs> I spent a lot of time being introduced as my new character. That's true. There was a lot of... We- no, that you? was... Hang on. That was two episodes ago. That's true. No, but I was also like fully fleshed out in the second episode. Yeah, like I think I got we, we got to, have, to see. Yeah. I got to have interactions with people. I got to. You yeah, know. we there was a ginormous centipede that that's right that was crashed it, that was through it, Ruth's yeah. house, and but you got to have this cool moment with Ruth where you like talked about past. Yeah, exactly. that's been fun. So you guys are still in Leroy, and you've just left Ruth's house after finding her mother's sword and armor. Yes, even mm. though Ruth and Anushka did not help us fight the centipede. Yeah, yeah, they just kind of they just kind of ran out on us. Yeah, which, I didn't really appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, but, like, don't get me wrong, I'm better at fighting than everybody else, but I mean, it, the the gesture is nice. They're not really they're not really fighters. You guys, you guys get that right? Like, yeah, not, every, yeah, not everybody like, can like handle themselves in a fight against a giant centipede. Listen, in these dark times, everybody needs to pitch in, uh, regardless of how much they think they can fight, okay. because all the little effort helps. Well, also because I don't think the centipede cared who a fi- who was a fighter and who wasn't a fighter. I think That's it just fair. wanted to eat people. That's fair. It's true. So. And when you're faced with an indiscriminate eater like that, you all have to pick up a broadsword with flaming damage and <laughs> and attack it. Yeah. So you've just left Ruth's house. Yes. You're in the city of Le- well, you're in the settlement of Leroy. Kata is spooked because it's so scary here. Yeah, I'm not yeah. doing Which do we happen. remember why she was spooked? Because I remember. The creepy it circle the, of bodies. The creepy circle of bodies. Which are still very much there in the town square surrounding the gazebo. And it was more like a swirl of bodies. They were like, they were like, it was some sort of like really weird swirl, not just a circle. 
No, it's like a layout thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's a really good point. Now, did we actually see what was in the middle of the gazebo? No, Chrissy went to go and well, Kata went to go inspect it, and then became too scared of all the flickering I, shadows. I ran away. Oh, oh, well, we could probably do that, but we have something to do first. Of course. Well, what would that be? The peach house. I want to. Oh, you want to check out home? the peach house? Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Let's go to the peach house. Okay. Yeah. You head down the street to the peach house. Is it? Do I? Do I remember it now? You remember the Peach House. You still have good memories of the Peach House. Really, only things from before the event that happened here. Well, when my mother was happy when there wasn't somebody terrorizing her every night. Yeah, I, I was happy here. You remember, you remember those things. You remember the good times. Yeah. You come back to a house that you only barely recognize, but a bunch of the objects from this house, the curtains, some of the big siding on the wall, the mailbox out front, all of that has actually been moved and transferred to your little treehouse. You remember? Oh, yeah, if I've taken a lot of it already, you've stripped this place down already. Actually, that's a, that's the thing. Is actually because my character is kind of going, "Did I take all these things already?" You don't remember doing it. Okay, hang on, yeah. hang on. Damius has a character voice. Uh, I know. I was still doing internal monologue for a second, but are you saying that he's faking his accent and that he doesn't have it in his internal okay, monologue? No, no. First of all, the reason he talks the way he does is he has fangs. His his mouth is shaped differently than yours, and he has a pointed tongue that can curl into a funnel so it can channel blood, and it causes him to speak differently. Huh. That's kind of fun. No, that's Kafka cool. Kafka has a beak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard, I was going to say uh. that. <laughs> Kafka also is clearly mimicking somebody else he's heard. Mm. It's not his own voice. Ooh, because he's a Tengu. Yeah. That could be a thing. Uh, yes. Interesting. I like it. Okay, so in the city, Ruth skirts ahead of you guys. Anushka is close in tow behind her. She looks very unnerved by the place as well. And she doesn't get too far away from her mother. Uh, to your right, you see that's where the um, the shore is. And you start seeing Shayaka, Cheldi, Malik, and all of the laborers holding crates and boxes, big barrels of uh, food, and they're rolling them out towards you folk. Someone has folded up the boat. Malik carries it at his side. Okay, so we also need to check out some mage tower thing. Oh, the mage villa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the mage villa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is in the center of the town square. Well, it's not at the center. It's at the back center of the town square. It's one of the more prominent buildings. Ruth points it out to you. She's like, do you remember the, the Mage Villa? Our mother spent lots of time there. Yes. No. Maybe. <laughs> it is a towering building, building in the city. Do we have to go past the gazebo to get to it? You would have to go past the gazebo. Well, not oh. super. You could you can go all over. Because there are paved streets in the town square. It's one of the few areas in this whole settlement with paved streets so the jungle has yet to totally overtake a lot of this area well now you know this not unresolved we should go check out the gazebo that's true actually this is a fairly good question to ask like i forget how long was this settlement inhabited before this disaster hit it's been about 20 years okay no, but no no, 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 no how long did it exist before the yes. yeah Oh, um, I want to say about 35 years. Okay. Okay. So, like, there is infrastructure. This is more than just, like, the most basic slap-together type building. Right. No, this place, was, this place existed for a while. Okay. It, it yeah. was a functional It was a functional colony. You can make a knowledge of history if you want to make... Yeah, in case, That's history. not oh, what... I had knowledge of history, but... Kaka didn't major in that. That's fine. In case you didn't know, though, so, it's, like, full-on colonial plantation. Like, it's, it's out-of-place 
style mm -hmm. in the jungle. Oh, well, Paul the player has all kinds of feelings about colonialism, but yeah. Kafka is not uh, decolonized enough to really think about those kinds of things. <laughs> he mostly wants to just hook up with hot crow chicks. Um, you got yeah. that? You don't know much. I don't know much. I don't remember anything. <laughs> you don't remember much about yeah. about I, Gallerny or that like, was that was a nat one. Oh, yeah. you know, you almost you remember just, very little. Just, I'm, I'm you blanking. forgot it. Uh, you, so the gazebo. Do you want to head back, head over towards through the way through the bodies? Yes. Yeah. I okay. don't want to. Okay. You choose not to. I choose not to because I'm way too scared and spooked. We will. Is we, there some kind of like? Could you roll a will save against that or something? I can't roll out it? of it until we leave. Yeah. Oh, she, okay. She's stuck as spooked until we leave. Got but it. Okay. Snake. Chrissy, you don't like Chrissy. You. Yeah, I mean, choose roll play however you want to. You. I just don't want to go in the center of the gazebo. I'm skipping yeah. the gazebo. I'm going to the mage villa, but I'm skipping the gazebo. Okay. Uh, it's it's just a gazebo. Like, yeah. have you ever been to a garden party? None of them don't have gazebos. I. Birdman, do not coerce her. I don't snake want to lady. walk through the uh, pile of bodies. Yeah, snake lady, we will see you at the at the uh, wizards. Uh, villa. I'm gonna walk around. Okay. You just take the long way around the I'm town like square. In view. <laughs> But yeah, not you up see, there. like a lot of the laborers are on the south side. They have they've stacked up a bunch of the luggage. They're waiting around for what they're supposed to do next. They are obviously drinking coffee, of course. Obviously, yeah. have they have they, no? I think what they have done is that they have found the abandoned husk of a cafe. <laughs> I think it is a central location. Okay. Where people yeah, this, it's in the town square. They, they yeah, it's it's a central location where people would go looking to get perked up. Yeah. Oh, uh, wow. And <laughs> I think Moenye. I was waiting for it. Yeah, Moenye like, was like, "Oh, guys, there's a coffee press in here," and they all file and, "Oh, hey, coffee." I the name. I think the name of the cafe is Centralized Percolator. Yes, yes. we can all agree on that. Yeah. So, um, the gazebo as we approach it, like, what do we see? You head into the gazebo. Ruth and I used to spend many hours here talking about various things from our childhoods. We would. We would spend our childhood talking about our childhood. <laughs> Isn't that what ch children do? That was, we would talk about growing up and coming of age and what the world had in store for us. I'm so glad you're alive, Damius. And she hugs you. And I, I, I feel like the two of them keep having like this series of intense moments and Kafka is always just kind of awkwardly there. <laughs> Like there, there are these very tender, genuine moments, and then there's just a bird person with a sword. Okay, yeah, <laughs> it's nice. You, the closer you get to the gazebo, you do feel kind of a choking presence. It, it just feels, it feels dark the closer you get. I'd like it, to make a perception check on that. Go actually, for it. oh, okay. Could I please find out what a twenty tells me? You can tell this area seems a little bit darker than you would expect, and you feel like you see something glimmering from in the gazebo it seems like it seems like something wet and and shiny is in the gazebo wait Detect hang on psychic significance hang on though when you say darker do you mean in a spiritual sense or do you mean literally like literally the darker. light okay it just feels like it, yeah the whole area feels like almost shrouded in shadow is i'm really glad haunt? i'm not there uh psychic significance would tell you there's a it's haunt there a haunt, yeah. uh no it is not a haunt okay what can psychic significance tell us? Psychic significance, I hate it. I know, but it, tell, it just it talks about the emotional charge. Of the things. emotional charge of things, not much, really, honestly, not much over here. Then really, why are we feeling things? There's You're no feeling something dark and evil. <laughs> okay. Wait, hang on. There's no emotional attachment or charge at all to this the scene of this ritual massacre. Yeah, detect magic. Oh, that's fucked up. You do see that there is some magic here. There is some sort of 
rune, you get that rating off the off the floor of the gazebo up ahead. Because you guys are not in the gazebo yet. You're kind of amongst a bunch of corpses. I don't have read magic, so I can't read if it's a glyph. Uh, so I majored in magic, but <laughs> I definitely gotta see. Don't tell my folks. I am concerned that the gazebo is uh, somehow trapped magically. I believe that perhaps there might be something dangerous there. Um, or it is some part of the ritual itself. Well, is the gazebo made of wood? The gazebo is made of wood. Uh, it's half collapsed. The gazebo seems to be made of wood. What if I just, like, hit it with a fire arrow and just burned it down? That may or may not solve our problem. Make uh, an intelligence check. That's not a good thing for Kafka yeah. to do. Uh, oh, okay, fine. I got a two. It's a great idea. It's a great idea. Of course that'll work. Okay. Um, I light an arrow on fire. Okay. I feel stepped back. <laughs> All right. You fire an arrow at the gazebo. I fire a fire arrow at the wooden gazebo. All right. Your fire arrow goes into the wooden gazebo, and the wet boards and beams of the rainforest gazebo kind of diffuse the, the little fire. <laughs> I light another arrow on okay. fire. <laughs> Birdman. <laughs> Birdman. Birdman. You will not take down that gazebo with your arrows. Perhaps, since you are so perceptive, you should go look more closely at it. Uh, sorry, were you saying something? I say as I, I shoot off, like, my fifth fire arrow. Keep just going out. <laughs> there are just a lot of arrows there now. <laughs> I say... Uh, um, well, I guess I should go get my arrows back. They're, they're not cheap. They are, uh, listeners at home. They are super cheap. But Kafka is an undergrad on a college student's budget, so arrows are not cheap. It's like that or ramen. Okay. So, okay, yeah. I will, um, I will draw my katana. Okay. And I will warily approach and... Do I need to make, like, another perception check to detect some kind of... No, because as you get closer and you can look into the gazebo, you see something... You see on the floor of the gazebo what looks like fresh blood, and there is some sort of wicked rune that is uh, very obviously present in the center of this gazebo, and seems to be kind of giving off like a magical, like dark, like almost like an inverted dark glow. So it did not blow him up? No, it did not blow him up when he looked at it. Well, then I will approach. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Yeah, I, I think Archibald starts to walk up onto the gazebo, and I actually have to physically restrain him. Yeah. That that goat has absolutely no sense of self-preservation. Um, How far out from the gazebo do the bodies go? The bodies go about 30 feet away from the gazebo. Okay. So, um, approaching the gazebo, can I do a knowledge religion on that symbol? Yeah, go for it. I have a 24. You do recognize the symbol very faintly. You recognize it as belonging to... A demon lord. Wait, which demon lord? The demon lord Angazan. Angazan? Do I know anything about Angazan? You remember that he is a demon lord of rage and of primates. Wait, primates? Mm-hmm. Not snakes. Not snakes. So now we have like a whole other animal motif. Yeah. You don't mm. know too much else about him though. Well, except that I do sense a deeper connection to this. Well, we do have an ape person here, like right here. Yeah, there's there's something something intense about this for me, I think. Mm-hmm. And I say, Birdman, we should not disturb this. We should leave. Is there anything shiny 
the UC. Or no? Alright. Yeah, I'll give you this. He is the demon lord. He's, his title is that he is the demon lord of savage strength and destruction. I'm I'm concerned that if we were to defile this in any way, it would bring more horror upon us. I am again like I think Archibald uh, is just about to step onto the gazebo, and I grab him by the scruff of his neck like a kitten, and I hold him up, <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, eh, eh, eh. uh, and I say, uh, all right. I'm not getting any credit for this anyway. Um, I he does not need much convincing. Uh, we go to the to the wizard's villa. Okay, you meet it back up, yep. Kata. Yeah. I join them. Yeah, what, what were you doing the whole time that this was happening? Skirting around the outsides. I'm watching you, but I like don't want to be there. Did did anything of interest happen up on like around like the the side? No, no, no. the whole area seems very still. Huh? I just didn't want to go in the spooky gazebo. Give me, give me the heebie-jeebies. No, I understand that, but like, there wasn't like any cool loot you could have found, or I wasn't really looking. <laughs> head over we, to the Pages Villa. We shall talk to Suresh about this later. All right, you head over to uh, a large building at the end of the square. It's a bit of a library. It was also a study and a barracks for all the mages who lived in the colony of Leroy. Zamius' mother spent a lot of time there, as well as Ruth's mother and a handful of of these other mages who were employed in the town. Does Does this smell remind me of her? Yes, very much so. But the door of this building is shut. And this building also seems, compared to a lot of the other ones around it, least affected by decay and the encroaching jungle. Can I do another perception check just on it in general? Sure. If there's anything of interest. That's a nat 20, so 29 on perception. You can tell that there are no animal prints or bug prints that seem to go into this building. A lot of the other buildings nearby, you've noticed, have been obviously frequented by animals coming in and out of the space, but this one has no signs of animal tracks. Hmm. Now, do we feel like some kind of arcane or psychic thing that tries to tell us to turn back anything that might explain why animals are discouraged from going in well it's probably the innate magic of the building itself that resists the um effects of time i'm guessing could be you know i will first detect magic on the door to see if it is in some way magically trapped there is no magic on the door um then i'm gonna do a perception to check for traps okay um I can do that. Do we, does that need to be a separate from my perception? That's true. No, there's no traps to on them. Okay, great. And then I'm going to uh, open the door. Okay. Uh, who's holding the wand of mage armor? Uh, I can I can use that for you. Would you can you use it? Me? Yes, please. Yeah, actually, you'd be better for it than me. Okay. Would you please mage armor me? I hereby permanently transfer that piece of my inventory to Damius. What is this stick? <laughs> Will you please wave it in my uh, direction? I'm oh. o- I mostly use it to pick my nose. Uh, <laughs> gross. I'm just kidding. I don't. I don't have a nose. Abracadabra. There you go. Poof, mage armor. Yay! Your yeah. mage armor is that. So you want to count? I, I don't have the. Thank you. I'll I don't know the charges on this thing. I so. will count. I just can't use it myself. Okay. As you open the door, it creaks very loudly, but you come into an empty, quiet, still space. Dust hangs in the air. You see upturned furniture. <laughs> <laughs> Upturned furniture and old blood stains cover the walls and floor. How's the light? Dim. Come from a couple busted windows. Cool. 
I can see just fine. Yeah. You see that there at the far back of the room seems to be a staircase going up, but this is a large common room that takes up the entire ground floor of the building. Tables, chairs, broken, uh, litter the floor everywhere, but there isn't mud, there aren't plants growing out of parts of the room. No, are, are Ruth and Anushka still with us? No. Their bodies? Really? I thought Ruth wanted to check this out, though. No, she asked you to check it out. Oh, She's okay. not going to check it out. She's outside. All yeah. Right. There, but there are no bodies, right? No, there are no bodies. Um, detect magic in the room? Detect magic? No. No magic. In detect- a mage tower? Not in, the room. in this room. Detect psychic significance? You do get something. Something is happening in this room. You get the sense of this room. It's haunted. It's haunted. You okay. get the sense very much so that there is some sort of anger. Yeah. Okay. Panic. Okay, I, I do believe I know what to do here. And I and I pull out the talking board. Now, the difference between I use it and when when Euliser used to use it is... Dr. Euliser. Speak he, of the deceased with respect. He would put his hands on the, pa- on the, on the planchet and move it around and move it around. I do not touch it. The planchet just moves. Fun. So I open up the, the spirit board, I put the planchet down, and I get a plus four to my linguistics check to try to determine what the haunt has to say. Okay. Okay, so so if the haunt chooses or can or does or whatever, talk through the board. Okay. I have a trap. <laughs> Oof. I have a 14 to understand okay. it. You come into the space and you lay down the talking board in front of you. Mm-hmm. Kata and Kafka look on like expectantly. Like I might get one message from it. And so does Archibald. Archibald also looks unexpectedly. <laughs> you start calling out. What do you say to the spirits as you move? So I, so I, 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 I do not see anything. Oh, you just send the card Cause, talking board cause, down because Euliester runs the board, not me. But I use my linguistics. Oh, okay, but so I just put it down, <laughs> and then I look at try to see what it says, and so it's sort of like basically, essentially, right now, I get one thing from this haunt based on my linguistics check. Okay. Yeah, not more than that. Is that based on how talking boards work? Yeah. Okay, got it. Is there a DC? Or it's is like, like, there's a DC. The DC's 10, and then every time you go more than 5, you get more things. Oh, okay. But I only got a 14. So got it. Okay, so you get one thing. You get one thing. Okay, So the, the So the, basically, the, the haunt can say one thing to me. Okay. Cool. But I, 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 like I might it. say more to me, I just can't understand it. You see, as you start, as you place down the board, and the... Little hour, well, not the hourglass, it's the, the oculus, the planchet, yeah. start, begins to move, mm-hmm. spelling out words. As you see that, dark shadows begin forming on the outskirts of the room. Mm. You see bright yellow eyes glimmer. Some of these shadows seem misshapen. Some seem bent at odd angles. Mm. You hear them whisper back and forth to one another. You, it's hard to make out what they're trying to say, though. Make out a perception check. I don't do so hot for once. Twenty-five. You hear them. Kind of, you hear voices calling out, Kada. You hear them saying, "They came here first. Get, tell everyone. Tell the town. No, they're they're outside. No, they're they're everywhere. They're they're in the building. Where?" And then like you see them, people are apparently being murdered while this vision happens to you. You hear them get cut off as they're trying to speak to one another, and they and they scream as they die. Wow. And you see other black shadows tackling these little these other shadows. Shadows kind of boiling over each other, kind of melding together. And but what does the board say? The board, the board says they're attacking. Oh. And you see, so I go, they are attacking. And you hear someone in the in the back of the room kind of call out, "I'll protect us. I'll send them back." And Alan, 
you see a huge ball of acid, a glob of acid forms in this darkness and fires itself at you. Wait, what? Yep. Alan, can I... It's Damius. My name is Damius. Oh, right. Damius, does 16 hit your touch, a- touch AC? My touch is... Yes. Yeah, it does. You're going to take... Eight, three, seven. You're going to take 13 damage. Wow. Acid. Mm. Holy crow. Intense, dude. That almost, almost and you hear, knocked me And you hear someone in the back yell, get out of here! Get out of here! I'll hold them off! And you see, you hear someone start chanting another spell. What would you like to do? I, I flee. I mean, it clearly sounds like what's happened is that the ghost has decided that we are whatever kind of horrifying monkey cultists murdered them all all these years ago, yeah. and we have to find some way to dispel the haunt because... They still think that we're the monkey cultists, and they're going to keep attacking us like we're the monkey the monkey cultists. They have no way to solve a haunt. Yeah, the only person who is equipped to solve a haunt is uh, currently in the middle of fleeing because he took a face full of acid. Well, yeah, but I mean, I can't take another hit from a spell like that. No, I'm not saying you should put yourself in danger. Yeah. I'm just assessing the situation. But I think that we can. I think that we can assess the situation outside. Okay. Yeah. So you flee out the door. I flee out the door. I say, I, I, I say it's too dangerous, and I, I call everybody back, and I try to flee. I go out the door. All right, you guys follow behind, and you shut, you, you burst like, back out the door and shut the door behind you, and the house is still. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was scary. I am too beautiful to have acid thrown at me. I do believe that perhaps we need to somehow... Uh, put the sp- these spirits to rest before we could explore that place further. Hmm. How would we determine how best to do that? Like we know generally how to how to stop a haunt, but like how we determine how to do this one? In, in the meantime, Ruth, I am very injured. Oh, Damius, you look so hurt. Look at me; my skin is literally burning. Oh. It- <laughs> That acid really did a number to you. It's horrible. I'm so sorry. I have pockmarks all over my face. I, I I'd help you out, but I gave my last send booby and paste to Kata earlier after the after that centipede. I thought we had more of those. I I don't have any more. Do you have any more? I gave you some earlier. Kafka turns out his pockets. They're completely empty. A moth flies out of his pockets. Also, that was not a rhetorical question. I was mm-hmm. asking you what's that? Uh, how we could determine the best way to figure out how to solve that haunt. You can make a knowledge religion roll to help with this one, or... I have ideas. I did not major in religious studies. Yeah. Can I state my hypothesis and then roll my knowledge religion? Yes. Okay. My hypothesis is that we need to actually bury and give services to the bodies in the ritual and destroy the ritual, and that might help the dead souls that are in this haunt. That's my theory. That, That makes sense to me. And I have a 21. That's pretty good, Alan. You think that for a moment maybe this ritual is tied to this group in the village and this group of uh, undead spirit mages that are trapped in limbo. But you think that this event here, the haunt here, might be actually more tied to the, the massacre itself. Their bodies were then dragged after they were murdered to the outside gazebo. Mm -hmm. Your best guess would be to show the spirits some sort, bodies? Of, some sort of proof of the death of the, what was attacking them. We have oh, so they need to they need to see their tormentors. They would need to see like blood or proof of one of one of the things that attacked them, like the corpse of one, 
Okay. Which Head of to the next question. What attack them? What's yes. Them? Is that like what a survival check? They were just shapeless dark blobs in the in the hunt. No, but if we were to if we, we were to go I back survival to the checked the bodies before, and they looked like they'd been smashed and crushed and just kind of torn apart by animals. We guessed it was monkeys. It is sad because I know that that I have seen these things, and yet I cannot remember. But I feel that perhaps we should explore further. That perhaps our answers are deeper in the jungle. That does feel right. I, I Kata wonders if perhaps we can't solve the haunt of the Leroy at the moment. Kafka wonders where the biggest repository of bananas in town would have been. The biggest, uh, probably at the banana, the fruit market, which would have been on the town square. Okay, what do I see at the town square fruit market? You go over towards what was once the town square fruit market. A couple little sapling trees are starting to grow up from there. Mm-hmm. And a lot of upturned crates and a smashed wooden cart. Not too much else. Maybe some seeds. Now, Birdman, I do not know if you have noticed, but you have a primate uh, beastkin with you in your party. Uh, no, he's a goat. Shayaka, where is he? Shayaka's... Oh. I, sorry, I don't see color. Perhaps the orangutan man knows something. I think it's kind of racist to just assume that the monkey guy is going to know about the monkey stuff. But like, if you want to be the racist guy, like, that's fine. You oh. do you. Oh, I did not call him a monkey. I called him an orangutan. Well, look, we can split the fine hairs between New World primates and Old World primates. Obviously, there's a lot of evolutionary dimorphism there, but the principle of the thing is the same. (laughs) Kafka grew up on Tumblr. Ah. Well, so nobody has Senbu paste? Nope. I have Cure Moderate Wounds potion. No, you can't use it on me. Please do not use that on me. Thank you. That's all I have. I have potions. I'm a fighter. Have to get more Senbu bean paste. Damn it. Um, I would a survival trick to forage? You would, That would be then... You really can't do that, because that means you're going to spend about six hours living through the jungle for yeah, right, Senbu bean Yeah, paste. and right now we're involved in something. Yeah. So let's go talk to... Um, Shayaka? Shayaka, yeah. Well, no, we he can't... He should be able to heal. Well, he's got some healing. That's no. True. Oh, no. 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 No, because he's a dump here. He has a negative energy affinity. Oh, yeah. He can't use cure spells. Maybe... Someone has a harm spell. Maybe. Why, why would somebody why have would our, Why would know. our friendly, kindly monkey priest... Because he's a monkey beastkin, and maybe he's evil. You could ask him to prep it, because he can't switch it out. Yeah, I'm so I'm, I'm certainly going to have to like buy a wand of harm, aren't I? I don't think you can buy a wand of harm. It's too high of a level spell. <laughs> <laughs> but a wand is inflicted. Inflict yeah. 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 Maybe. It might come yeah. to that. Yeah, Alan, I, I feel like in taking a character with a negative energy affinity, you're like you're like that vegan friend who organizes an outing at a pizza place. <laughs> you know, and, and the funny thing is, is that the psychic doesn't even have like inflict wound spells on their really? list, so I can't cast it on myself <laughs> at all. See, like the, you know? when I played a dump here, I played an alchemist, and Cal was nice enough to house rule harm and uh, inflict spells were not part of the extract list for the alchemist but cal was willing to grandfather it so that i could do harm and inflict extracts 
but uh, in exchange, I could no longer do cure extracts. Right. I remember that. That yeah. was fun. Yeah, it was, I don't, it was a I don't little have house cure rule. spells either. So, um, yeah. Yeah, no, you just don't have so anything. It's Senbu paste for me because Senbu paste does not involve positive energy. Senbu being paste yeah. all the way. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, <laughs> unfortunately, we don't have time to forge right now. So you're just kind of stuck. It hurts. Ew. It hurts. So we're ignoring the pulsing magic symbol in the middle of the gazebo, and we're going to go grab Ruth and Shayaka. Well, we're going to talk to Shayaka for a second. Well, hey, actually, hang on. As we pass back through the town square, I imagine Kata takes the long way around again. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. But because uh, Kafka is not a scaredy crow, mm-hmm. he goes back through, having disturbed the haunt in the tower, is there any discernible difference to the pulsing rune in the middle of the gazebo? Not at all. Okay. How fresh was that blood? Can I roll a survival check? Yeah, go for it. Cool. I'd be a heal check, actually. All right. I still have a pretty good heal check. Uh, I'm going to say that even though Kafka's an idiot, he, you know, he's a crow. He mm-hmm. understands carrion. So I'm going to roll a heal check mm-hmm. to just determine the freshness of the blood. Yeah. That's an at one. <laughs> it looks fresh. It looks brand new like it was just came out of someone's body it's red blood it's red okay and sticky i don't see that though i'm too far (sighs) do you have spellcraft or knowledge arcana so here's the thing uh no i'm a fighter right (laughs) Um, (laughs) do you have anything that can help with this oh magic psychic i did not take spellcraft or arcana this at this level yet okay Knowledge religion told you it was a symbol dedicated to yeah. Angazan. It's, de- it's demonic. That's all I can tell you. Yeah, it's a demonic yeah. symbol. Which is somewhat confusing for me, religiously. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so let's go talk to Shaka, though, because I, I really do need to have that conversation with him. Sure. You guys see Shaka? He is helping Chelsea go over some of the notes. They're examining parts of the town, some of the architecture. Mm-hmm. Um, you, orangutan men. Oh, hey, uh, Damius. What's going on, buddy? It's, uh, it's nice to meet you. Shyaka, adventurer, world leader, and I'd like to think of myself as a, a constant student of life. So, orangutan men. Uh, yeah, my name's Shyaka, but you know what? Orangutan man is cool right now. I do hope you live long enough for me to remember your name. Me too. There is suggestions that there that the attack on this uh, colony was done by some sort of beastkin, some sort of primate beastkin. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. You Primate. are uh, Van- Vanara. That's right. Was it the Vanara that did this? No, man. Vanara would never do something like this. The Vanara were were a peaceful, thoughts. loving folk. Make a will save. I'm gonna make a will save. Ooh, I got like a 26. Mm. Can't read his thoughts. But, he's, yeah. he, but he keeps saying, no, Vinar would never never do something like this, man. We're we're a peaceful, fun-loving group. We just want to hang out, learn about the world, learn about other cultures, swing from vine to vine. That's the that's the Vinar way. I hear you saying this, and yet I wonder about the evidence against some sort of primate beastkin that we've seen so far. What other primate beastkin are there? Oh man, there's not. A, there's a lot of primate beastkin out there. You know, it's. Are there is ape beastkin? Ape beastkin? Well, there's. Well, there's the catch. They're they're bad news. Real stealthy little guys. They look like they look kind of like Venara, but they're awful. They they're hairless. They love bow and arrows. Oh. They're just terrible. Wouldn't that just be humans? Oh yeah, 
<laughs> it's funny how similar you guys look like to catch. Um, you one. <laughs> One, Kafka's a bird. Well, one Two, Kafka's a bird. Looks, he looks Two. at the group of humans saying Two. that. Two, that was definitely Paul, not Kafka, asking that question. <laughs> are there other beastkin that are primate? Yeah, there's the catch. There's... Let me think here. Oh, uh, orang pendax. Those guys suck. Are there orang pendax in the area? I don't know. I've never been here before. Strange. It's not just Venara. There's a bunch of us. The world's a wide range, my friend, and I'm trying to make friends with all of them. <laughs> no one can see me glaring right now on radio, but yeah, I'm You're glaring. Glaring, <laughs> I'm glaring oh, on radio. Physical comedy. <laughs> all right. Well, Kata thinks that either we have to go farther into the jungle and then come back and solve this hunt, or we should go poke the squishy blood in the center of the gazebo, even though she really doesn't want to. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Hmm. Do we try to poke it because we're here? Well, I believe that um, so we have determined that this uh, that this uh, spiral of bodies is some sort of ritual, and at the center of it there is a um, there is a glyph to, to some sort of demon lord. Yeah, we believe that the um, the workers should clean this up and to bury the bodies. You want the workers? To, that'll take all day. That'll take more than a day. That's well, what else did you want to do with the day? Well, that's we're, we're gonna go find the dig site today. We're gonna leave into the jungle. You did not. Early. You aren't not concerned about the ritual to this demon lord. It happened already, didn't it? Like I looked at the the ritual. It looks like whatever ritual was and yet performed. The blood is happened. still fresh. Well, I never got close to the gazebo. Ring a tank man. Yes. Do you know how to read the magic? Do I know how to read magic? I can probably read magic. Let me double check. Cal. Mm-hmm. I have noticed Kafka has for uh, for a seventeen descent's motive that the usually eager to help Shayaka has suddenly gotten weirdly reticent to do something about all of these bodies the moment that a primate demon lord was introduced into the conversation, mm. um, and that does seem very strange for a guy who I. I imagine you're mostly just channeling Lynn Manuel Miranda here. Mm. So, like, what gives for a 17 descent's motive? For, for 17, 17, what gives? For 17, what gives? He seems maybe a little bit nervous, but more than anything, he just recognizes that, like, burying all these bodies will take more than a day. It's a, There's a lot of corpses out here. It would take you a long time. And whatever ritual... You disturbing the bodies won't necessarily undo whatever ritual happened here. Okay, deal. The plan has just had always been to hang out in Leroy for a minute, let Ruth look at her house, and then move on. Okay. okay. So for the second sense motive check in a row, Kafka has been looking for a deeper, more sinister meaning to a character's uh, actions. And it turns out that they're just very practically minded about this sort of thing. Just very focused on what they want to do. Uh... <laughs> And Kafka is maybe not the best uh, student of human nature. Or monkey nature. So perhaps we can <laughs> so perhaps we can What's the difference? Um put them to a rest when we return. Yeah, I think that'd be good. I think everyone deserves to rest. This is a, a shame. You know, we'll be here for a couple of weeks. We should come back here and, you know, lay these people all to rest. I couldn't agree more, but I think today's just the wrong day to do it, you know? Do you another final question. 
Yeah. <laughs> Do you happen to have any senbu paste on you? Senbu I, paste. I took a direct hit from an acid spell. Oh, you got that acid stink all over you, man. Here, let me get, let me cast some cure wounds. No, on you. please do not do that. <laughs> he started. His, no, his hands are going no, white. No, do not do that. My father, my father was a vampire. Oh shoot! I am sensitive. This would be like if I hit you with more acid. It would, yes. That would have been terrible. I won't do it. Here, I'll tell you what, friend. I'll uh, tomorrow. I'll prep. Uh, you need a he- uh, an inflict wound spell. Yes, this I'll is what you call it. I'll do that tomorrow. I can, I can prep one of those. It's, I always, I always felt that title was a bit racist, but yes, that's what I'm looking for. Okay, great. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll be out. I'll, I'll happily prep that up for you, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can help today. Shall live. Uh, I, I'm gonna feel bad about this all day. Uh, <laughs> can we use anyone else's detect abilities and figure out if there are other places in town that need to have haunts dispelled? It's a pretty big area. Like, the again, because you've gone into about two of the buildings. Mm-hmm. There was this whole town square. Then there's a big fan out on either side of the town square of houses, most of which have collapsed. Then there's the whole harbor mm-hmm. area, which has also been washed out mostly. But the mage tower is intact and yep. also really important to this. Yeah. Does anything else look out of place and weirdly out of time? Or just that tower? Just the tower. Okay. Uh, there is what was once probably a field and pasture out behind the town square. You see a couple little farms. But a lot of this is already being overrun by jungle. The jungle's reclaiming a lot of what was a big fielded area. Okay. Then I think we continue on and we come back once we've killed a monkey. Yeah, and I just want you to know, Cal, that eventually, eventually I'll be able to really own a haunt. Like, eventually, like, really own one. Really, really take it to the... Really own one. Really just yeah, make it yours. Make it mine. Yeah. Okay. So my poor haunts. <laughs> this time, this time, this time, I thought about haunts. So. Unfortunately, when you murder a main character mid-campaign, when they create their next character, they can come back with in-game knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe there'll be a lot of ghosts in this campaign. A lot of haunted places. Ooh ah. I mean, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. That's right. Okay, so you guys want to start grouping yourselves back up? Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, has the boat been unfolded? The, and... boat, has been, the boat has been folded back up. Yeah, because we're going we're, by land we're now. Going by paste. Oh, that's right. Paste. I remember now. By land. Yes. I'm sorry. Did you just confuse the words paste and land? <laughs> I don't know what we're happened going there. going by paste. One if by paste, two if by sea. I don't know what happened, guys. Hey, did you read their latest review of Carly Rae Jepsen's new single in Land Magazine? Oh, boy, they. <laughs> Got it. Got it. That was a stretch. It was not a stretch at all. You know what's a stretch? Confusing the words paste and land. Ugh, fine. <laughs> well, team, everyone starts to assemble themselves. They start looking around for where to go next. Dalton comes forward. Where the hell's Suresh? Let's let's get a move on. I don't know. Where uh, the hell is Suresh? Actually, that's a really good question. I haven't heard anybody say anything emotionally oblivious, yet incredibly enthusiastic and bombastic like... For an hour. Last time we saw him, he was in the uh, potion shop. Oh, I'll go get him. Mm. He, Dalton walks off to get Suresh from the potion shop. I don't like the sound of that at all. Okay. No, I just like, speaking as a player here, that that worries me. That he <laughs> never came back to uh, camp when he was just going to kind of chill out in a very harmless location for a minute. Uh-oh. Dalton walks off to get Suresh. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? 
He's just on the other side of the town square. You know what? Kafka goes with Dalton. Oh, you're coming with Kafka? Uh, yeah. I was wondering if, like, maybe they'd have, like, a soda? Uh, maybe they do. I, I, like, I could go for a good fizz myself. How long has it been <laughs> since we walked into the creepy mage tower? It has been about 30 minutes. Fantastic. Good? Thanks. Okay. What? Mage armor. All oh, right. Okay, so you're mage armor. Yeah. Okay, fun. It matters. Cool. So, so Archibald and I follow along with Dalton. I think Kafka is talking Dalton's ear off okay. about like the cool fights that he's been in in his freshman year. And, like, all the stuff that, like, would be very old hat to a guy like Dalton. How hmm. far how far away is this place that you're going to? It's just on the other side of the town yeah. square. Oh, okay, great. So we away. can see him? Great. Yeah. Snake lady. Yeah. Is there something romantic between those two? No, they not at all. They close. No, Kafka's just kind of a... I think Dalton's just kind of countering back at you. He's like, when I, in my high youth, I would do 400 push-ups twice a day. Oh, I mean, like, I do... I do 400 push-ups when I go to bed, and then 400 push-ups while I, like after I've gone to bed, like just in the interest of time management. But when do you do? But I would also then do, of course, a thousand sit-ups. Oh, I mean, like a thousand sit-ups is like pretty good, I guess. Hmm. I think this kind of continues. Wait, okay, first of all, how do Tengu do push-ups or sit-ups without hurting themselves? I have the same question. Listen, um, we know he's lying. No, he's... What? No. He's not... What? No. <laughs> he, he comes up against the door. Suresh! Suresh, where are you? We gotta get out of here. I think Archibald just kind of nuzzles the door open and just walks right in. Clop, 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 clop. You see Suresh, he's sitting on top of the counter. And he looks a little uh, quiet. And he's kind of sitting with his head, uh, with his hands on his legs. And he looks up at Dalton as he comes in. Oh, Dalton! Uh... Yes, let's let us let's get going. Let's get going. This this place looks turned over. Uh, I would like to do a perception check on this place, please. Sure. That is a twenty-four. Twenty-four. It seems that this whole place just looks uh, completely turned over. You, I think you guys talked to him for a second when he went in here initially. We did. Yeah, the whole it just looks like he went through everything. How does he look? Tired. For only like half an hour of an hour, he's been looking at this place. He just looks tired. Yeah, there's a centipede fight. Have you ever tried to work for a whole hour? It's tough. <laughs> for an academic. Hmm. Maybe ask him what uh, he was looking for. Maybe. Kafka, let's let's carry on to the to to Poema to see what is there to see. Uh, Science, history. Let's go. Did you did you find like anything cool or? Uh, unfortunately, no. I was hoping to find something of value in here, but uh, alas, nothing. What you gonna do? Sense motive. motive. Sure. Yeah. Eh, not so great. Ten. Looks sad that he wasn't able to find anything here. Okay. And he leaves. So Dalton follows behind him. Okay. We go. I think we compare protein intakes. <laughs> you guys start talking very in-depth about what you have for breakfast every day. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, for me, it's protein shakes, which I mix with jungle water. Dalton, I just eat, I eat raw birds. I just eat them right up. Right up. Kafka just stares at him. <laughs> They're delicious, Kafka. I pluck them right out of the sky. Boil them. I take some boiling water, dunk them in it, strip them of all the of their feathers, throw the feathers to the wind, and just like bite into it. Fire is for the weak, Kafka. Still, just 
staring at him. He can't really tell. He feels like that's what you look like all the time. And when uh, his gun gets thrown <laughs> over his arm, he marches on happily forward. It, yeah. it is true. Your internal stairs don't look like stairs to anyone else. Okay. So we managed to herd Suresh back to the landing zone. Yes. Where we are in the middle of restocking the boat. Okay. No, you, no, no, we're no not boat. taking no, the boat. There's no, boat. no, not why we're going by path. Keep going. No, we're we're, we're packing up. Workers are taking no, no, our stuff. I don't know why I keep getting stuck on this boat thing. I'm sorry, guys. I it's do a- hope that that one of the workers is carrying my new tent. They have everything bundled up. Uh, Mwenya has a big sack of holding at his side. He's got a lot of it in there. It's called a sack of holding. Yeah. Okay. Or a, yeah, it's a sack of holding. That's it's more rustic. Yeah, it's yeah. an older one. The old sack of holding. You want to see my sack of holding, Damius? Uh, that 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 sounds like I got everything in this sack. Hold on, hold on. I got a sandwich. I got a book. I got more. I just got a lot of books. Cheldy made me put all her books in here. (laughs) They're too heavy to carry. Thank you so much, Moenye. And he smiles at her, and she's like, "Do you you don't have any senbu paste in there?" Uh, let me root around. Let me root around. (laughs) <laughs> and he pulls out like a potted plant, <laughs> a fern. Is this it? No, that's just a fern. Oh, let me, let me, no, no I got no paste. That's fine then, thank you. Ah. Thank you for checking. You're no problem, Damius. You are okay, man. He slugs you on the shoulder. And you almost, and you gotta waffle a little bit. Yeah, so, so these, uh, these senbu, how do we find it? Well, you have to look real hard. I've never been successful the whole one time I tried. I've heard about the Senbu, about the Senbu beans, but I did not myself know how to find it. Oh, I, I can explain to you how to find the Senbu bean paste. Yeah, I explain. We're, we're basically looking for, like, a magic hummus. Yeah, you are just kind of looking for magic hummus. Okay. How far away is the dig site? The, uh, I'm not totally sure how far the dig site is exactly. You were the worst expedition leader. Well, I have an idea. I remember I left the colony, and then we wandered for a while, and then I found it. It was Great. beautiful. Great. So we'd have to find it again. Okay. Luckily, I hired someone who's very good at survival and good at finding tracks. Is that me? It's the two of you, yeah. It's Kate and Kafka. <laughs> well, I did get an 18 on survival. Okay. But actually, I think Kafka is like nosing his beak through the foliage and trying to find something. And I got a 25 for survival. Ooh. Okay, well, yours is better than the thing, the moment that I was building towards, but it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Way to cut him off. I was yeah. going to do like a whole thing with Archibald, but like, no, it's fine. Gee, thanks. <laughs> he was barely mentioned in the last episode. I'm trying to remind the audience he's there. I think they know. We all know. Okay, guys. So from now on, you're going to be going through the jungle. There is no map for this jungle. Okay? Well, that's unfortunate. Why would you make a map for the jungle? How do I know where I'm going? The, instead of using that, we're going to be using a subsystem that came out of Ultimate Wilderness for exploration. Ooh, Yay, ah! a subsystem! I, I, love, I, love, I love it. You love a good subsystem. <laughs> so someone's going to have to, from now on, be keeping track of how many discovery points your group has. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> Keep a track. Boo! It's does just, discovery points require me to draw crude stick figure drawings? It does not require you to draw any sort of drawing. Okay. It just has that. You just need a, a little piece of paper that you're not going to lose that has discovery points followed by a number. Wow, See, you sound like you you're volunteering. Had at, you had us a piece of paper. You lost us at, you lost us at not going to lose. I can do it. Can you? It would have been better if I had to draw crude stick figures. 
no, you can still draw those on your free time. You know, okay. <laughs> like nobody's stopping you. Okay, I might do both. And the way this new system is going to work is that you have a set amount of discovery points. You earn discovery points by making exploration checks or by finding way signs, little clues about the area, things that might point you to other locations. Those will earn you more points. You can either just spend your discovery points, however many you might have. You can choose the amount exactly, and I will give you a place in the jungle that you that you have earned. That we can afford. That you can afford. Like you find one, maybe it, like it'll be one of the random ones that you can afford. This sounds like a this sounds like a like a iPhone app game. Yeah, it right? is kind of like an iPhone app. Yeah. It's not too bad. It's really All not right. too bad. Okay, my question is. Is there any places that we can find without, spe- like, if we just meander aimlessly, can we successfully find anything, or do we need... Under the system? No. Well, poop on that. You can't just, me- yeah, you won't just, like, meanderly find anything. Let's ask a more important question. <laughs> so, what is the average cost of a location in Discovery Points? That is a much better question. It depends on, it, there are a lot of factors that I guess it depends. Yeah, what it is, depends. like, the range? The range can, the range, you guys, are, uh, this is a, I'll give you the concept, like, the Orchid Valley is a CR4 valley. Okay. So, the, so most things start at the base of four. Most things will cost four points as Got the it. base. And then... They get more expensive and less expensive based on, like, if they're... Like CR20 va- like locations? Uh, it's not based off CR at that point. It'd be then based off how hidden away the place might be. Okay, so consistency out of the window? Like, so so what are the point system for harder things to find? Like, if it's hard to find, what's the, what's the point system? It can range. It can get as high as 10. As high as 10. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. So it's like... Four to ten, or one to so ten. So we. Sh- yeah. The point is, okay. we are not going to try and bank up twenty points to find the most tidy thing. No. Got it. Great. Okay, cool. And you can choose to spend things randomly, or you can choose. To, you will learn about locations beforehand and try to find them, and you will have earned enough, like either discovery points or like little clues to where it might be. And you can say, like, we want to go see. If we have enough to find this place, and then you, if I how many, how many points you have, you find it. I'm confident we will break the system. Let's do this. Okay, good. I'm glad. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah, my teeth are harder than any crunch. Just to start today, you ha- you started the, the game here with four, just to start with, and you have the little library that Shelly's been carrying, mm-hmm. and if you want to make a history check to determine it, you might be able to use that to earn a couple extra discovery points. Kafka mm-hmm. did not major in history. I'm actually good at history. Well, yeah, you lived through most of it. Uh, that I remember. <laughs> so can I do that now yeah. while we're traveling? Can I start checking out these resources mm-hmm. and seeing if I can piece things together? Yep. Because I might have been here. I'm, I don't know. I'm going to read a, a good book. Point. I have 20 plus the book. Oh, you got you gotta, you I've got 20 history plus whatever, whatever the book gives me. Bonus. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, and you earn an additional two discovery points. Now, so we have six discovery points now. So the question then is, we're looking for Polar Poema. Poema. How hard is Poema of a location? Do we don't know. know. But we know that if we get up to 10, we can find anything. If the points, if we option to use the points and Mm -hmm. it's not enough, do they disappear? No. Great. Okay. So then the question is, then that, then. Great, great. So can we use our six points to get clues about the location of Poema? You can, you cash in all six of your points. Mm. No, cash in? You just say we don't lose them. You don't lose, yeah, but you can willing to spend up to six points. We're willing to spend up to six points on this. Okay, sure. Okay. You spend your six points. So essentially you guys start walking through the jungle. You start leafing through this, through the little, the little library. Mm-hmm. 
Suresh is kind of leading the group forward a bit, going, I think we went this way. Oh, wait, no. There was this big tree. Now there's two big trees. Oh, the memory's not as what it was, what it used to be, is it? Oh, Ruth, what do you see in him? Oh, he's very funny, and he's good with the Nushka. Can I roll a survival check to give us any sort of bonus? No? No, not at this stage. But you do see big a big stone building above the tree line. And Suresh looks really excited, and he starts running forward. He's like, that's it! That's it! Poema! Did that's what we spent yeah, you guys found, Yeah, you guys, you guys successfully so found he, Poema. Oh, Already? so Suresh just took credit for it? Uh-huh. Great. Yeah. You guys found it? Yeah. Okay, no, Suresh found it. Yeah. He just clearly just found it. Yeah. I Great, thought, and Suresh. he sprints forward. <laughs> well, as he sprints forward, I would like to do a perception check to make sure he's not going to run, like, just full on into a cloud of killer bees or something. You got it. Shh. Just let him. Just let him. That was not very good. Okay. That was a 13. You see him start running forward, and as you guys all, I imagine, start kind of hurrying up behind him a little bit, you see a large clearing up ahead. A massive stone pyramid with bronze caps on the uh, tiered edges of the pyramid. Is it stepped or sloped? It is stepped. Okay. This is an important question. I'm glad you asked it because I was about to. Oh no, it's the gold. It's the what? The gold. The gold. There are brass parts of this pyramid. You see a bunch of collapsed stone buildings, vines, grass, trees. Everything is kind of obscured a Wait, little bit. There are trees here too? Hmm. What do you mean? We're in a jungle. Oh, right. There's not that many, there's not that many what? trees. What? The, trees? This area is mostly clear. If you want to make a knowledge of nature as you kind of come into the space. Wait, I have a question for you. Uh, Kafka did not major in bioscience. It's a Pathfinder question. So okay. even though I'm trained in all knowledge skills, I did not put ranks in nature. Does that mean that I cannot do it or can do it? Um, I'm gonna, I, you know, I don't totally know off the top of my head. I'm gonna say you can. Go for it. I think if you, I think if you're trained in it, then. Oh wow. Twenty-three mm-hmm. nature. Twenty-three nature. What'd you get for your nature, Kata? Oh. Oh, that's a net twenty. So. T- also 23. You you guys recognize that the trees around this area are very strange. They're grouped strangely. They bend in weird angles. They're all very, very old. You think that, from your best guess, is that a long time ago, these trees were all shaped in a different way or somehow looped together in a strange way, in a, a patterned way. The pattern is almost gone now because it, whatever it happened so, so they, long they, ago. They were once patterned. They were once patterned in a sense. They were once shaped, and but it's been so long and they've grown so much since then that a lot of that is now almost impossible to determine. I don't trust the trees here. It's like, what was that? Can we have any insight into why they would have been bent and patterned that way? Were they markers? What was the Marky Mark movie? Was hap- the happening or something? The happening where, it was, <laughs> yeah. where the trees were killing everybody? That's what I feel about this game. I do not trust trees in this game. I love yeah, that you call it creepy. a Marky Mark movie and not an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Mm. I did that on purpose. Hmm. <laughs> um, as the keeper of the discovery points, how many did we lose? All of them. <gasps> we bet all of them. Oh. I mean, hey, it got us far. Yeah, do I need to know how many we've had over time, or can I just erase no, the no, six that we have? Not, yeah, you just now you have zero. Um, no. now, you have to burn them up. I will also erase the corresponding stick figure. Now, are we outside that circle of trees or inside the circle of trees? You are within the circle of trees. The trees surrounding Poema are just kind of bizarre. They are bizarrely shaped. 
Right. They're in bizarre groupings. There's a bunch of clusters of them and then big space. Gonna do my favorite spell now. Psychic significant. Does this mean something emotionally? No. These are haunts. No. Okay. Detect magic. You do. Oh, wait. Where, are you looking strictly at the trees? I look at a tree. Psychic significance. It's like, is there something there? No. Okay. Detect magic. No. I guess faint. Faint, faint, faint. Faint magic. Yeah. What kind of magic? Like residual magic? Like leftover? I'm going to um, focus for a minute. What well, For a couple of rounds. What's, what kind of magic? It would be. You have to make some sort of checker. I have to make a spellcraft check, don't I? Yeah. Fine. I have a 14. 14? Yeah. Um, okay, I'll give you this. You have some very, you get a faint sense of transmutation in these trees. So the trees have changed or been changed or changed things. Yes. Yes. Okay. Hmm. I imagine someone changed the trees to be whatever shape they are. Would no, be I my think, guess. I, I, honestly, I'm going to go back are to my people? personal theory that the trees change things. Oh. What if the trees are people? Are we fighting Ents? <gasps> are we fighting like evil dryads? Like evil Cthul- Controlled by Gaould. Like just evil Cthulhu evil. dryads? Yeah. <laughs> evil Cthulhu necromatic dryads. That's I what I think they are too. That is the current working theory. Yeah. Mystery solved. So uh, I I do not know if you should approach the trees. I, these trees seem dangerous. I throw a rock at the tree. The tree does n- nothing happens. Okay, you just see, figured uh, a check. You see a little monkey, like up in the tree, pop its head out, mm-hmm. and it looks at you for a moment, and it's it's chewing on a leaf like monkeys do, and then it kind of goes, Bah-ah! and then it flies into the other tree and I runs was, away. Then this is continued to Poema. Yeah, we go. You're still in Poema. Yeah, you're oh. basically now in Poema. Poema, from what you can tell, is a large stone pyramid and sev- surrounded by several stone buildings. A number of which have collapsed. Okay, are there any sort of those demon, de- like rage demon symbols anywhere, or anything that would connect it to the ritual that we saw back at back at the gazebo? At the gazebo. Oh, that's a good question. Yes, yeah, it is. That is a good question. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, there is something. As you what? Get, as you start getting closer, you see on the steps of the pyramid, on the first step, in bright red blood is the symbol of Angazan as well. Ugh. And of course, in the gothic sense, the blood is still fresh. Yeah. Because that's uh, what happens. Kafka is going to make a heal check. And by heal check, I mean Kafka is going to lick the blood to determine what kind of blood it is. Four. Oh, that is a 22 heal check. A that, 22? That is disgusting. <laughs> uh, excuse you. Decolonize your palate. Tengu eat carrion. Like... This is what we do. You think it's probably Venara blood? Hmm. Okay. Guys, I think this is probably Venara blood. Nobody tell Shayaka. <laughs> um, how do you even know what Venara blood tastes like? It's uh, like human blood, but a little less metallic. It's, it's like, a little more banana. Yes. Oh, that is. <laughs> have you have you ever know? Have you ever tasted like a burger and then like a bison burger? It's yeah. like that. <laughs> it's, it's like that's the difference. Sort of similar, but different enough that you notice. Suresh is just astounded. He looks around in like wonderment. He looks at the pyramid and he says, I can't believe it. Here again. And that's the end of this episode of the Mythos Manual. What's happening in this crazy old place? I don't know. Sticky blood puddles.
Thanks for tuning in for this week's chapter of the Mythos Manual. Please be sure to subscribe and leave a review, and we'll be sure to send you good luck on all your future roles.